I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Thursday, February 16th. A federal grand jury has indicted a Quincy man accused in a racist attack late last year on a hate crime charge. The office of U.S. Attorney Rachel Rollins said yesterday that 77-year-old John Sullivan had been charged with violating the Shepherd Bird Hate Crimes Prevention Act on December 2nd when he's accused of intentionally hitting an Asian man with his vehicle and yelling at him to go back to China. The victim and his sister were leaving the post office on Washington Street with the sister's three children at the time of the attack. She said that her brother had suffered a fractured shoulder, torn ligaments, and a concussion. Sullivan's accused of driving about 50 yards with the man on the hood of the car before abruptly stopping, sending him flying into a construction ditch about 10 to 15 feet deep where he hit a pipe at the bottom. Sullivan allegedly drove off, being followed by a witness to Braintree, where he was involved in a crash before being arrested. Following a dangerousness hearing after the attack, Sullivan was released on home confinement. Rollins' office says the hate crime charge has a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison, three years of supervised release, up to $250,000 in fines. A fundraiser is underway for a Quincy Point business owner who suffered a stroke back in August. Salvatore Garcia owns Jimmy's House of Pizza on Washington Street, which has been closed ever since Garcia became ill. In a statement on a GoFundMe campaign, the family says it's been very challenging for Salvatore to recover from the stroke and also support his three children. Garcia says he purchased the pizza shop during COVID and that it was successful, but he was unable to keep the doors open despite help from the family after the stroke. The family is asking for financial support to help pay household expenses and to reopen the restaurant. As of today, almost $5,000 had been raised. A new bank will be coming to West Quincy. The planning board has approved a proposal for a new two-story bank building at 291 Center Street, right across from Intervale Streets. That's where a 345-unit apartment building will also be going up. Atlantic Development of Hingham is developing both projects. Atlantic says a survey found that many residents felt a bank was needed in that area. A single-family home sits on the site of the future bank right now. There will be 14 parking spaces for the new bank. A proposal for a four-story, six-unit residential building on Spear Street in Quincy Points, uh, Quincy Center, rather, has been approved. Planning Board recently okayed the plans for the new building at 59 Spear Street. The building would have 10 parking spaces underneath. It would replace a two-story home on that site that was built in 1830 and is on the National Register of Historic Places known as the Hardwick House. Several residents spoke against the proposal, citing the loss of that historic home and saying the project was too large for the residential neighborhood. The initial proposal from another developer for a 16-unit building was withdrawn. The new plan still needs zoning board approval. Quincy Public Schools are hosting a virtual job fair today with the specific goal of recruiting teachers of color. The panel will include representatives from local graduate schools about educator preparation programs. The virtual event will be hosted today from 4 to 6 p.m. on Zoom. 
Another February warm stretch is sending people outdoors. Many pet owners have been relaying issues with ticks as they venture out. The trails were packed at the Sharon Dog Park, but instead of ice and snow, the concerns were for ticks. The warmer winter could impact ticks and mosquitoes, but in different ways. Caitlin O'Donnell is an entomologist at Norfolk County Mosquito Control and Walpole, and she says ticks are active right now. There's also the potential for mosquitoes to come into play earlier this year. O'Donnell says they are also preparing their traps for an aggressive surveillance season, looking for new mosquito populations, including types known for biting in the day rather than just at night. The other factor, officials say, is that the drought is officially over in Massachusetts, giving plenty of areas for mosquitoes to breed. The average annual cost of household water and sewer bills in communities that are fully served by the MWRA, like Quincy, is projected to rise by about $20 in fiscal year 2024 as a result of preliminary water and sewer assessments being presented to the agency's board yesterday. The MWRA's proposed fiscal year 2024 budget calls for an overall increase of 3.4% in revenue from MWRA rates, a 3.9% increase for water assessments, and a 3.1% increase for sewer assessments, according to materials included on yesterday's agenda. But not all communities in the MWRA service area will see rate hikes of the same size, some could see their rates go down. On average, fully served communities like Quincy will be paying 2.2% more for water and sewer. For communities only partially served by MWRA water and sewer, the average combined increase is estimated at 9.8%. Sewer-only communities are looking at a projected increase of about 4.9%. Water-only communities will pay an average of 9% more, and partial water-only towns will see an average 7.2% increase. New red and orange line cars being built in Springfield are constantly delivered behind schedule. Now Governor Mara Healy wants to find out why. Governor brought in engineering and law firms to take a hard look at state contracts with the company CRRC the China-based Springfield company making the new trains. The MBTA hasn't seen a new shipment of cars in months. The company continues to push back timelines. Governor says the firms will examine the barriers that have kept CRRC from reaching the car delivery levels and the contract tariff and regulatory implications of potential changes to the contract that would enhance performance and increase the rate of delivery and ensure safety. Governor Healy is putting the final touches on a tax package she plans to file with her fiscal 24 budget proposal on March 1st. Healy didn't offer details about her forthcoming legislation, but she said it would involve a package with a goal of making Massachusetts more affordable for families and more competitive for businesses. As a candidate, Healy endorsed tax relief ideas offered by her predecessor, Governor Baker. Top Democrats in the legislature initially approved a package last year featuring reforms to the estate tax and breaks for renters, seniors, and caregivers, 
backed away from the plan after learning that the state owed nearly $3 billion to taxpayers in mandatory relief. Now, COVID cases may be going down. Now the CDC is reporting a nationwide spike in the norovirus. The unpleasant stomach bug has a tendency to spread quickly through families, cruise ships, and classrooms. Local doctors say most people will recover after a few days, but they're seeing plenty of cases that wind up in the emergency room. Dr. Chris Brow from Brigham and Women says infants, the elderly, and those with chronic medical conditions are most vulnerable. The norovirus is spread through surface contact, so keeping hands clean is your best bet, but you'll want to use soap and water. Experts say hand sanitizer doesn't work as well. Check of business news. This morning, stocks are mixed. The Dow up 24. The Nasdaq dropped 40. The S&P added 6. Global stocks were higher. The dollar fell. The euro is up. Oil at $79 a barrel. Sports. Celtics beat Detroit 127-109. to Bruins are in Nashville tonight at 8 o'clock. The National Weather Service forecast. For today, record-breaking warmth is possible. Maybe some afternoon showers, but a high today, 66 degrees. For tonight, a lingering shower, low of 47. Another mild day tomorrow. Maybe a shower, high tomorrow, 63 degrees. Then Saturday, sunny and cooler, the high of 43. Partly sunny, 52 on Sunday. For the boater, waves about a foot. Southwest winds, 5 to 10 knots. High tide, 7.08 a.m. Sunrise, 6.39, set at 5.17. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Thursday, February 16th.